Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, and Rick and Morty. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilball. Hello. Today, Delaney and I will be discussing the season finale of Rick and Morty, season two. Woo, and also very sad. Um, but yes. Cheers. It, sad. Yeah, it has come upon us, and this is the end. <laughs> Uh, this is the end uh, for apparently a while if uh, Mr. Poopy Butthole is a year and a half (laughs) yeah (laughs) if not more that's not what I wanted to hear at the end you know but there we go Uh, as always our Rick and Morty podcast may not be suitable for younger audiences along with the show what this one's so not Uh, we'll see we'll see I don't know if this is more inappropriate than normal but uh um at least i don't know about the episode well there's a lot of squanching but who knows what that means so we'll we'll, we'll get into what squanching means we'll talk about rick's character arc uh what this episode was and at the end we'll rank every episode from season two i know literally Uh ones of you are looking forward to that but i will for sure be doing that someone asked me on tumblr to do that so i know i saw that and i reblogged it and said ugh (laughs) ugh well get ready because you're gonna have to do it too i literally just got back from being out Okay, I'm under duress. Let me try and I'll work on it. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to do it during the podcast. I'm just saying eventually at the end. Okay, so overlyanimated.com is where you can find while we are doing the end of the podcast. Overlyanimated.com is where you can find out everything about this podcast. Um, and uh, even though our Rick and Morty coverage is done, we'll probably continue to talk about the show in some fashion. Maybe we'll do a season one rewatch as we've been talking about. And also we are covering Moonbeam City, which is a similarly minded show. So you can check out that and check out our podcast, Moonbeam City, on either Wednesday nights or Thursdays. So yeah, uh, Delaney, let's get into, um, oh, I didn't mention the episode name, but The Wedding Squanchers. Uh, what, uh, okay, first of all, the title um, makes, okay. I don't think, the, I don't think this is related to The Wedding Crashers, which I assume is what Squanch is in place of, but who knows? We don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's on context. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a context-based language, yeah. Okay, so... What, what does that even mean? I don't what know. Is... Let's get it. Okay, Delaney, what did you think of... And spoilers, of course. Delaney, what did you spoilers. think of the season finale, Wedding Squanchers? Uh, I mean, at first, I was just like, oh, it's whatever. Jerry's the worst. Typical. And I really enjoyed it, because Squanchy's great. And I was just like, oh, man, this wedding bird person. This is awesome. And, of course, talking about rick's pass and then just blow my mind in like the middle of the episode <laughs> like just Tammy pulls out that gun i'm like oh my god what am i watching big turning point yeah and then things so actually good. happen yeah like, i get so sh- like it I, i'm really impressed when i actually get legitimately shocked watching something and it's, i'm always a fan like it's always great like you got me good job and what did you and think then, of the episode overall it was amazing just rick's um arc like what you said we were going to talk about and just just like the family dynamics and jerry once again can just go somewhere else though i am excited i think the sets up a really interesting thing i think for jerry's character potentially Ooh, interesting we'll get into that uh him not being the worst is that the <laughs> yes possibly okay. possibly i don't know if that's but possible. yeah no this is just awesome i loved it it was so good okay yeah I, I liked it um i didn't i wasn't um in love with this finale i guess it's hard to compare this episode to other episodes of rick and morty um because this is actually a plot episode whereas uh that's kind of never happened before maybe the last episode of last season right but uh yeah. that, that was basically it 
I, I think that this this episode is kind of lacking in uh, in ways the other episodes of this show shine. Of course, it was great to have plot things happen at the end, and um, what uh, what Rick ends up doing, I think, is um, makes a lot of sense with what we've seen this season. And I'm very happy we have a really concrete arc with him, and I think it was very well done the entire season. Uh, I, I don't know if I felt that much about Rick doing something. I'm not super emotionally attached to Rick. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to be when he's just a giant dick all the time. Except he wasn't recently, so that's the interesting part. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, I, I think that uh, this is a good like season finale plot episode. But in terms of how to stack this up against other Rick and Morty episodes, it doesn't compare favorably. Um, I don't think it's well. Ad- it doesn't have. It doesn't have a. Sci- there's no sci-fi. Yeah, it's it's not it's not doing the thing that the show does, which is take you know a sci-fi trope and then. Um, go above and beyond a parody or a satire of it into something crazy definitely doesn't do that that's one area I mean, the where the closest is the planet and even then that's just like the planet yeah the pl- it, it turns into a uh, interstellar parody a little bit at the end which i loved but um when i'll talk about that uh but it's uh that went over my head yeah apparently um i, mean, I don't know if it was it wasn't spe- it wasn't specifically typical over to like said it, was, it wasn't uh specifically an interstellar parody but uh that's what i thought of for sure um and i haven't seen interstellars i I mean massive spoilers for the movie i guess so uh it's it's um but whatever that movie's a mess so it's okay and uh i so it's lacking in that um there's a little bit of a parody with the with the uh undercover agent type thing but they're playing it straight that's the thing they're like it's like legitimately happening so i'm not sure what's up with that and um, that's kind of like a really interesting idea though it's an interesting idea and they execute fine. here's the thing um this episode is good enough because it stands on its own and it's like a legitimate television episode um like that's the thing the show is okay so the successful episode of rick and morty uh takes the sci-fi sci-fi satire above and beyond number two it's hilarious number three um this is a good successful episode of the show number three it's legitimately interesting within its own contained mythology so that's the crazy part is if you can have something that's super satire and incredibly funny while still like being true to its own characters and to its own world um, and having interesting things going on in that, like interesting internal mythology. This episode does that. That's but I only think it does one of three. I don't think this is one of the funnier episodes of the season. We although it's that's obviously subjective. So, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And I it definitely doesn't do the first one. So. Comparing to other episodes, it doesn't hold up a lot, but I'm not as interested in discussing, you know, that type of thing. I think it's I think it's kind of a mistake to do this type of episode at the end of the season. I mean, other people have reacted favorably to this. You love it. AV Club loves it. Like, I, I don't know. Um, it's just you. No. I, I would just prefer a, a typical Rick and Morty episode. I, I Like, to me, this isn't... Like, we only got 10 episodes this season, and only four of them end up being, you know, incredible Rick and Morty episodes. And even if you love this one, it's not the same as those four, right? It's it's just yeah. a different type of thing. And um, I, I want more of that, not more of this, but that's a personal preference. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's tough. Well, uh, I think, well, well, we both had wanted, like, from season one, we had those moments of, like, oh, my God, there's actually a plot. Yeah. So I do think I do think we do get that, and we do. I mean, we definitely get that in this finale, and I think. I don't. Yeah, maybe, I mean, I mean, maybe if we had more of it, so that's the thing. This isn't so much plotty as this is Rick's arc. I, I do warm up to this episode looking at it through Rick's arc, which is what I did on second but viewing. You all, yeah, but you're also not as invested in Rick. 
I don't think Rick's arc is Rick's arc is not super important to me about this show. I think it's interesting when they do it. Um, but like to me, what's more important is them turning out like individually incredible episodes, right? Yeah. So, but and but then having this great arc with its main character also adds to it. So that's a, that's good. But we too. can also like we have to have the you know the daily Korra reference. I mean, the early season. I mean, book three of Korra is the best. Like those episodes, every single episode of book three is like astounding and it's just incredible. But then, in context of the entire show, what's incredible about Korra is Korra's arc throughout all four seasons. So I think we might be able to have something like that here. Like so maybe so, season one mm-hmm. is you're, more like. I mean, of course, I'm hoping we have like we get to season three and like every single episode is amazing. You're so you're saying that uh, Rick's arc will uh, be this uh, this season will be viewed more favorably once we have a kind of wrap on Rick's arc. Um, and maybe, like yeah. yeah yeah which i think makes sense okay. yeah like looking at it in the context of this season or episode by episode the arc isn't that important but looking at it from a show-wide perspective uh it may be you know something that's very vital to the show and can be seen yeah. more favorably now i'll buy that okay let's let's go through some specifics uh, uh or we could talk about rick's arc now let's do that first i guess um so the big thing is the end of this episode he makes this uh decision to to uh, turn himself in and to let the family go back to Earth. Uh, one of the, I think one of the problems about this being a plot episode is that's the only plot episode this season, and it's all all contained within this episode. So it yeah. seems a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's not not necessarily a problem, but that's maybe a reason I'm not reacting to it as much. So it's a little bit you know fast and um, maybe packs less of a punch than it could. Uh, but that being said, Rick's decision here is not self-contained within the episode. We've been talking about Rick's arc um, throughout our podcast this season. The the big the big highlights are him at the end of uh, episode three, um, autoerotic assimilation, and um, him. When when else do we talk about Rick's arc? There's another big moment, I think. Um, well, is it when he becomes like Little Rick? Uh, that's true. There was a lot going on in um, Big Trouble in Los Sanchez, and I actually look back at last episode as a really great precursor to this one. I didn't think last episode. I've been kind of changing my. Um, my views on last episode a little bit. I think it holds up more favorably more more favorably than I thought it did. But last episode, what I noted after my brilliant analysis. No, no, it wasn't your analysis. Don't worry. So, but what wow. uh, what uh, what I'm thinking about from episode nine is that uh, it's Rick is kind of it's notable because Rick becomes kind of the moral entity and Morty becomes like the amoral entity in that episode, a normal yeah. an inversion of their relationships. And I thought like, wow, why is Rick caring about what's happening and not wanting to interfere and like just not uh, giving a shit in general, right? Or, like, he kind of giving a shit uh, and also not giving a shit about, like, um, interfering and stuff like that. And I think it, like, makes a lot of sense now because he's just getting more and more kind of depressed and not into his usual hijinks and stuff like that. And I think that works really well within his arc in a way, which I didn't really realize within episode nine. He's yeah. less and less Rick from the first season. Okay, let's read a... Uh, our, our weekly quote from Zach Andlin's AV Clip sure. review. Um, speaking of Rick, he says, maybe the most unexpected turn this season has been seeing the occasional glimpses of his, I guess we'll call that humanity for want of, for want of a better word. Having Rick be a gen- genius sociopath hedonist worked just fine last year and slowly realizing that he loved his grandkids and his daughter and tolerated his son-in-law, no matter how many times he swore at them, helped to uh, give the character some necessary depth. But this season has, without ever al- al- belaboring the point, been in part about why Rick the way is the way he is 
and his mania and his mania and callousness are a cover for a deep-rooted depression and self-loathing. Um, agreed. Great, great analysis. Well, yeah. And well, we are we've we talked about that like several episodes. For ago. sure, that 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 was already apparent in episode three. Um, yeah. But what it's doing now is showing how his uh, his kind of act in episode one about this um, as as Zach calls it a genius sociopathic hedonist. Um, his his hedonist act in 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 season one has kind of just been a cover and now it's been eroded away throughout the season. We kind of saw it last episode where he's, um, Morty's the crazy one and he's just, uh, you know, trying to get, get out of there and he doesn't want it on the fun and stuff like that. For the most part, it kind of regresses a little bit, which is, uh, to be expected. And here it's just gone completely after like the final straw is this, uh, terrible thing happening with the undercover agents. And now he just like, doesn't, he doesn't give a shit anymore, and there's no there's no visage of this hedonist uh, personality. He's just back to his um, kind of core self-loathing uh, state, and I, that's why I think that uh, his decision just makes total sense here at the end. Yeah, and we'll also, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily not caring. It's he cared too much, but he refused to like acknowledge it. And then er- literally everything was taken from him. At the at, yeah, it's like his his uh, his his layer, his uh, false layer is um a, like a callousness, uncaring. And then underneath, he really does care about his family and pe- yeah. the people around him. Um, that's and, why that's why Bird Person's death like that was, yeah really yeah that really does, that really got to him. Um, and he, he was just downplaying like in the beginning, he's trying to put up his put back up his shields and his lair and be like, oh, I don't, you know, marriage is the worst and I don't really care about that and whatever, bird person, whatever, he's not that close to him, right? And then he gives that, uh, he gives that speech and he's genuine, really, his, uh, his wedding toast. And it's kind of this and weird, then... weird, genuine moment from the show. And then, uh, right when he shows emotion, it's kind of, uh, a terrible thing happens to him, you yeah. know? So in that, re- in that regard, it's, it's really well constructed, I think, uh, this whole episode. Which is that's I think that's also like the beauty of this episode. Is, yeah, we talked about it. So initially, like I mean, it is in this season, but this is very self-contained. I think that is, I do think that's um, something good about the episode. That's a strength of this episode is that it is self-contained. Like I don't think it's rushed. Like I do think the pacing is well, and then I do think it happens all very timely, and it's all together I, I, very well. The the structure of the episode I think is is good. Yeah, Pl- uh, like plot happenings wise. Um, I think that Rick's motivations will seem rushed in this episode if you don't have, if you're not thinking of what happened previously in the season and last season. Um, so that's kind of my big question is how ultimately is Rick's arc played this season? Because as Zach points out, it's, um, without ever, you know, being, what does he say? Uh, without over, um, you know, belaboring the point, he says, Rick's arc. Uh, so I think the big, the big question is, do they not belabor the point too much? Is it too subtle what's going on with Rick? Is it not that much as much of a focus? So when it comes up here, maybe it still seems a little bit, eh, because we've mostly been getting this uh, hedonistic Rick for the season, even though we've gotten these glimpses of his underlying lair. It's still mostly been um, the Rick that we know. So I think it it might seem not super uh, genuine or super warranted, uh, like earned this uh this decision by rick to some people i could see people reacting like that yeah well i think that's in general just when you're not watching as critically as you know not necessarily like you should be but if you're not watching it as critically as 
Which, but I don't think it needs to be necessarily the most obvious thing either, because that's what makes that's what's so fascinating about Rick is that he's such a complicated character. He is. The, I think what I'm trying to get is the problem is when you do a the only plot episode of the season and you have the only big character episode of the season. Arguably, episode three also is. In fact, it is. I think. Yeah. Um, it uh, you're kind of playing with fire when you make a big heel turn for a character um because this is kind of un it's it's there's been slight build up but all at the same time um most of the stuff happens here and his big decision happens here and i think it's possible that they could have been more uh pronounced with what's going on with rick and i think in their decision to make every episode super self-contained that they might not have executed the season-long arc as well as they could have. I think to your point, it, it's something that we're going to look back on from the entire show whenever that happens, whenever the show ends, and we'll see for sure. But right now, looking back, I'm not thinking, "Wow, this was one of the best character arcs I've ever seen." I'm thinking this was yeah. pre- this was like pretty solid, especially for this show. But I, I'm not thinking like, "Wow, this is incredible." Well, I think I don't know. I'm kind of conflicted on. Grenade has to do with like the nature of the episodes. I don't. I think if we had had more, it would have felt really fake. Like it would. That, yeah, it that, that's possible. Scary. It's possible you can't execute a incredible character arc in this type of show. I mean, it's already kind of unprecedented. I mean, maybe the Simpsons think, are doing do do good things with yeah. Homer sometimes, right? Like maybe there's. Yeah. But for this uh, animated um, kind of adult comedic show, I'm not sure there's a precedent to such an incredible character arc. Well, and it also they play off a lot. I mean. I think we're also downplaying, like, what happens in this episode and the impact it just has, like, because you can have a really traumatic event and that can trigger, like, that happens in real life. Like, that's how people are. And Rick just watched, like, I mean, he kind of worships Bird Person and a lot of the things he says about Bird Person, as much as Rick can worship someone or, like, see someone as a little bit better than him, like, and to see him die and, like, completely, like, everything he'd been running from, like, just flip on its head. I think, like, I don't, I don't know, like, I think everything that happens in the episode, just, it makes sense, and they also, which, it, this might be a bad thing, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I do think they play a lot, a play a lot on um, the surprise. Uh, yeah. I, like, I, the shock of it. This, this is probably, yeah, this is probably the most traumatic thing that's happened with, with Rick, but I also think he does shrug off kind of these big things a lot of the time. But I, but I also don't mean, I don't just, I don't just mean the surprise for Rick. I mean, the surprise for the viewer too. Yeah, sure. Like, this is a shock and yeah, it's, like it's, just it's, in general. Yeah, it's played straight as a twist. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they play it well enough. And then I think that that shock is enough to maybe disguise a little bit of it might be a little weak. It might not necessarily make the, like, it might not. It might have happened too quickly, but I just, I don't know if I would have wanted more in the previous, like we wanted more in the previous episodes, but what I wanted wasn't built up, built up to this. Does that make sense? If you, if you give more, maybe you disrupt the uh, incredible self-contained episodes that we got. So, you know, that's the trade-off. I and guess. also we just felt fake, like, cause there are certain it moments. Could, it could, yeah, you're right. It could feel not as genuine. Yeah. Cause these moments, yeah. Cause a lot of these moments in the episodes, like in episode three, like they're very genuine. And then look who's purging now. Like, well, we were surprised, but they were genuine moments. Yeah, and so which, I, think I think it's a difficult balance. Which is why I'm I'm tending on I'm leaning here on blaming the this, this episode and not past episodes in terms of I mean who's to blame? Apparently, it's a great episode, but uh, it's um, if there is blame to assign in it's terms of TV.com right now and like of all the grades, this one has like a ten. <laughs> well, TV.com, what a place! I've not been there in a while, but uh, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, okay apparently oh yeah yes you prepare 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 and um 
So if, if, if there's a structural problem here with this arc or with this being a plot episode compared to other episodes, the easiest path of least resistance I can see is just taking this episode out and replacing it differently. So, but I mean, I'm not saying that this was bad or it should be changed, but I'm just saying um, I'm leaning more on this one, this them planning this one the way it is rather than not adding stuff to the other ones. Anyway, okay. Um, the, I don't I don't know if we need to discuss that more. So let's let's get into specifics. Uh, so yeah, the twist, this big twist at the end. Let's talk about that first, or not at the end, in the middle. Uh, I think there's two kind of main points to make about this. One is kind of just how... Why do you think there are two twists, but... Uh, I guess Rick giving them up, yeah, is the big twist, right? Uh, two at the end, is that the one? Or not, yeah, giving himself up. So... Yeah. So this, uh, Tammy twist, right? So two points. One is how just kind of brilliantly constructed this whole thing is. Um... Like, we knew, we've known Tammy. (laughs) Here's, here's, here's... I'm trying to remember a a past comparison to this, but... It's so brilliant that they structure this uh, this uh, wedding on Tammy and Bird Person. I think we we're speculating like who's getting married in this, right? We don't even remember yeah. Tammy and Bird Person. I mean, I knew because I watched the preview. Oh yeah, you're saying okay. Um, so you're like spoilers. This is this. That's me always though. This is there's this is just this recurring gag in the show. Um, and you it's you're taking a recurring gag and building up genuine moments through it to it in the finale, uh, because of how how much they've kind of inserted it into the show. It's like just been a legitimate thing. It was uh, episode five that had precedent toward it. We saw Tammy and bird person there and um, of this season, episode five. And it was, you know, it's just been kind of brilliantly inserted to the entire thing. And then to build a major twist in the episode around this. And this is all just coming from this throwaway gag in this, in the finale last season, completely not planned to take this any further than they were, but they realized that they can, kind of structure a uh, legitimate plot arc around it. And I think that the most rewarding, I, I feel like there's precedent to this, like just taking a running gag and turning it into like legitimate plot things. And I think it also always works really well. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. And the well, second, because I mean, it's, I just meant like, sorry, that sounded like, uh-huh, but I mean, when you sprinkle things throughout and then, especially with a show like this, like you don't really expect things like this to happen. Yeah, for sure. Just not. like we freaked out when, like you know oh they buried their bodies in the backyard then they actually came up later like, like yeah. when they do things like that it's just awesome yeah it's it's another thing of the show, show having any recurring um plot arcs it's always a surprise plot elements and building the mythology kind of like, yeah but yeah building mythology of the show the second thing i think is that a more negative thing about the twist which is that it makes no sense <laughs> uh in what universe it's not a super i don't think this is a very big negative about the episode like i ultimately don't care that much but it should be pointed out that tammy being an undercover agent for the federation makes no fucking sense so let's just make that clear i don't Uh, i mean i mean well this goes for the absurd like that the show does i think this one is just actually absurd though how they, she's been undercover as an agent on Earth. You have to remember her introduction is that they have this party and then she he meets her there. And even if she's trying to force that, how does she know that uh, this is like the in to, to Bird Person? And then she's been living with Bird Person for years and can marry him and then just callously shoots him at the end. It's just all absurd. It's great. It's kind I love of, it. I don't know if it's so, great, but it's, yeah. Uh, it should no. Well, I think it's, it's very Rick and Morty. It's this is a twist where it's like, oh, I never saw that coming. Of course you didn't. Like it makes no sense. Of course you didn't see it coming, right? Yeah, so, this is true. It is. I don't know. It, I appreciate that. It does seem very Rick and Morty, though. At the same time, just uh, her Tammy, her being the <laughs> the, the undercover agent is kind of hilarious too. So, I do no, yeah, it's just that. great. Well, it's it's really funny because like we take like, you know, it's 
she's a she's a high school senior and she's just this, some teenage girl and it's great her speech was pretty it was pretty wonderful when she was revealing it yeah yep i loved it it was uh yeah um i think I, if i bet the entire idea came out of like not necessarily like they knew from the I, they when they made tammy this was not the plan but no. i just think like it probably came out of like what if she just like revealed herself in the wedding speech like yeah like i imagine like that entire idea had of like that's what like, this came out of yeah. the idea of someone like yeah that's interesting that's possible i do i do love speculating on in this sh- this show specifically how they come up with some of these crazy ideas in the writer's room that's like a, a great thing to always do um sometimes yeah she, she, she's like sometimes i i say to myself tammy you're a high school senior from another pl- from planet earth marrying a 40 year old bird person <laughs> and then i and then i'm and then i say tammy yeah but then in some ways i'm not a and then yeah it's, it's br- and her brilliant. parents are cyborgs. Her parents are cyborgs. See, that was pretty great. It make that makes sense at least because we never seen that yes. before too. Okay. Um, specifics of the episode starting at the beginning. Sure. Uh, this um, cur- courier flap in the beginning. Uh, Just what even? It's it's pretty great. Uh, he's yeah, uh, uh, bird person's Oscar party, which is light years away. So don't spoil him. Um, <laughs> I like that. I, I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Uh, weddings are basically don't film Braveheart wins. Yeah. Weddings are basically funerals with cake. If I wanted to watch someone throw their life away, I'd hang out with Jerry all day. That was so good. And then he's like, "What do you Jerry know? Lines. What do you know about friendship, Jerry?" And he just <laughs> <laughs> confirm shipping Jerry. I love it. Makes I'm no so sense. Here. Why would Why would Rick <laughs> phrase it like that? <laughs> like because so he enunci- he clearly enunciates the ship in friendship just to make it so it'd be a believable confusion. Um, and then we're on Planet Squanch, which is apparently a thing. Here's my question: Why are um, why is Bird Person having his wedding on Planet Squanch? Is... Uh, it's a destination wedding, obviously. Okay, there you go. And Bird Person is not from Planet Squanch. No, it's a, he's just. Would you? Would he want to get married on his own planet? No, it's destination. <laughs> oh, I guess that's how the vast galaxy works. Why would you ever get married on your own planet? Yeah. Obviously, people here don't like people on Earth have destination weddings. They don't go to different planets. Uh, can we go to other... I would get married on Mars if I could. Well, just... Okay, you do that. Okay. <laughs> it'll, it'll happen in 20 well, years, so... Well, he won't be invited. That's... Why wouldn't you invite me to your Mars wedding? Come on. Because you're being rude about it. That's, right that now. is... Okay, that's true. Fair point. Doesn't it be... Just at the wedding and be like, this is why Dylan isn't here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Save, like, okay. Save, save the recording. Doesn't that become tedious and worn out? Uh, like that, that squanch thing, and it's more contextual than literal. And Beth's like, like, I squanch my family. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's so great. Rude of Beth to say, but it's like you can just see the Rick in her. Uh, bird person's like, I'm glad you can make it to my welding with Tammy. And uh, Rick's like, make sure you get a pre-meld. This pre-meld. <laughs> uh when she's done uh when she's done with you you can get back get back one of your balls um <laughs> i laughed okay. really good mom i like how uh morty's instantly offended from uh <laughs> from rick saying getting a pre-milled <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's just disgusted morty, morty. yeah i like how just this like 12 year old kid or whatever knows <laughs> and he just believes in like the purity of love and marriage yeah. it's like you're adorable 14, yeah. um jerry networking with the with the alien this maybe line of the episode jerry get a job jerry don't look for a job at an alien wedding i don't get you 
<laughs> Jerry no, is... No, I did really appreciate that. It's been definitely Jerry get a job. Jerry yeah. get a job. Definitely a Jerry get a job arc all season, yeah. Um, Tammy's parents says he's a wonderful person and an incredible bird, says one of the cyborg parents, yeah. Uh, isn't he 40? And then Jerry goes off on that. Okay, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry thing to do. Um, yeah. Uh, Morty and Rick at the bar. Um, and Rick kind of talking to him about that. Nothing to run, nothing to run from, nothing to fight. Can I have one part grandson pep talk and a lot of vodka? I have a lot of vodka, says the bartender. Yeah. Okay, then I'll take that. Uh, I like that. Don't um, give me that. I don't need the rest. Yeah. <laughs> then we have uh, kind of this backstory setting up with the Galactic Federation considers us terrorists, but I am inebriated, says Bird Person. Okay, so I wanted to mention, I think that this um, this Galactic Federation thing is very well set up throughout the season. We kind of been hearing about them all the time, and we kind of been wondering. And in season one, too, yeah. We kind of been hearing about them um, from, uh, we can't, we've been wondering the backstory of Rick's character, right? And it kind of, uh, yeah. we get more details here, and it also comes to the forefront. So I think it is very well set up this season, this element. And I think we're maybe getting to the point, like, why was he gone for 20 years? Like, he was at war. Yeah, true. That we also have the war, the war, the war aspect with Bird Person, yeah. Again, theoretically against the Federation. Um, I didn't know the Federation was run by the creatures that we see in episode two. Right. Uh, I didn't either. Yeah, I think uh, the uh, what's his face is the assassins, uh, like alien yeah, type. Um, they Michael. Seem, yeah, they seem to be running the, uh, you know, the yeah, yeah the federation. Okay. Um, <laughs> Which makes sense. It's very doc. It's very Doctor Whoy. Yeah. Like uh, intensely Doctor Whoy. Uh, the wedding. Um, Bird person in the vow. Bird person's vows. I was approaching infertility before I met you, but there is still time. I guess that was just. They're the like, oh, <laughs> yeah. That is wow. What Jerry's crying. Yeah, pronounce you squanch and bird person. Do we want to speculate on what squanch means? Oh, we can't. Like because it's contextual. Yeah, <laughs> so they can just insert it anywhere they want. Uh, what do you think of the cyber cyborg photographer? I thought it was really funny, and then like. It, was, it continued throughout the episode, yeah. and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm not staring at you. I'm not at staring at you. I'm taking your mugshot. <laughs> yeah, that great. was great. I yeah, yeah. Because um, we hadn't seen that before. Like, you'd think we'd have seen that as a as an alien invention, but no. But, also, that's like an advanced technology that just makes no sense, right? <laughs> why Why do we Why do we need this? Cyborgs. I need to be a cyborg photographer. Can't oh, yeah. you just have, like, a floating camera or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. Like, why do you have, have to have a giant robot, and, like, his only job is to take pictures? Yeah um or maybe they're already photographers because they're cyborgs so maybe they're already photographers and they just do it so they can take better pictures yeah okay choose to have that enhanced i don't know great great speculate i still think it still seems not practical but no it's not and that's why it's great yeah um rick's you know rick's toast about opening to opening myself up to others and yeah that's all very great i enjoyed his i enjoyed his like note to himself yeah his note was like stage and then it said Cut yourself off, stutter, and then ad lib. Yeah, it is pretty good. Curl up, yeah, then crumple up paper and throw away. Yeah, crumple. Okay, there too. That too. Um, then we have the betrayal scene, which we talked about. Um, shooting everyone, the portal gun, um, and then they uh, squanchy having say taking the thing, have a taste of my squanch, and then. Um, then... I thought that was, that was kind of a unique twist because usually it's like cyanide. 
Oh yeah, true. Well, I think they're going for a Jacqueline Hyde type thing. I guess I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Like a Hulk type thing. Yeah. No, they were going for the Hulk. Well, like usually, like if there's something in somebody's teeth, like it's cyanide. Yeah. But no, so it was. That was interesting. Yeah. Uh, Rick says the Galactic Federation. They think they control the galaxy. I disagree. Um, oh, that was on the ships. Then they escape on escape on one of the uh, Federation ships, I believe. It's like a worm thing. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this whole action scene with them escaping? I really enjoyed it. Also, Jerry is an idiot. Obviously. Picked up a party gun. Um, I just really liked it, and then I really like Squanchy going like, "Go to your family." Yeah, Squanchy, heroic Squanchy. Um, yes, I'm heroic Squanchy. A little bit disappointed with the use of Squanchy in this episode. I feel like we could have a little bit. We could have more. There's no Squanching him. He, in the, he did sacrifice himself, but there's nothing as good as his initial character. This is true. Um, them on the ship. Uh, geez, Rick, you can't say fuck you to your granddaughter. <laughs> Here's your dessert. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, Rick. Everything yeah. They can't go home ever. Earth will be swarming. Also, I felt bad for summer. For summer, yeah. Then I don't know. I don't do they. Is it a possible complaint that they don't do that much with summer? Like they have more summer this season, but we don't necessarily have an arc for her. She's kind of yeah, just there true. at the end. She's just kind of there. But then also, I don't really know if she needs to have an arc. Like she's just kind of like less annoying, Morty. <laughs> Yeah, she's just she's kind of has herself together right now. So what is yeah. the yeah? Okay, so then um, I think she's more um, like I mean I do like Morty and like Morty gets more bearable, but sometimes it's like I'm going to strangle you, Morty. Yeah. But then Summer is just kind of like she's very she's played straight a lot and like and she's she's not unlike Rick. Like she makes a lot of comments that are very Rick like. Yeah. And she's just she's just sassy teenage girl, which I can relate to. I appreciate her. Yeah, maybe we'll have a summer arc next season. Um, and she's more, and she's a bit more real, like her crying and. She does seem like more of a real character than Rick and Morty. I think so. Yeah, like not necessarily developed, but more like a person. Yeah, for sure. I, I think. I, yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, fuck Earth! You realize our planet's name means dirt. Um, <laughs> and then there's three Earths, similar planets that are outside of the Federation, and they go to each one. This is okay. This is the. Um, also, now part. we suddenly have the computer that we're just going to talk to the entire time. Um, yeah, I guess we. Saw, I don't know. I maybe, maybe they had that before. Yeah, play up, but we don't have like a big one. So this is kind of the, an interstellar parody. At some point, interstellar, they're looking for a Earth hospitable planet, and then they go to them, and they each have like various things wrong with them. But obviously, it's not oh, okay. for comedic effect. There, it's um. I mean, it's just one of them was this uh, ocean planet with this giant waves all the time. And it was just uh, incredible effects. Like, I don't know if I've seen better than that. Anyway, um, so uh, they go to the small planet. How do you know it's not Earth? Yeah, because there's no Africa. White people problems, Morty. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Guess this one's a little small. I do like the visual gag of them. Oh, I thought we were, <laughs> thought we were further away. Yeah. yeah. And then they're they, and then they, out. and then we keep going with it too later. Um, yeah. The second planet is the Cobb planet. <laughs> Get in the ship. Everything, everything's on a Cobb. The whole planet's a Cobb. Go, go, go. And then he's like, give him a car. <laughs> it's very devastating. Yeah, very. And, uh... then, like, and then like Jerry actually says something later. Like, I don't really understand what was wrong with it, but. It's pretty great. Yeah, them whole, not explaining uh, why that's horrifying. Uh, the third planet is. <laughs> um, <laughs> the sun. Oh, look, the sun's rising. <laughs> I really like that. It's that was, I think, that was the biggest laugh of, laugh of the episode for me was the sun planet. How long are the days? Forty two hours. <laughs> no. Screaming, they're like, no. It's either this or the small planet. The cob one is not an option. <laughs> yeah, that was great. But it's like, why? Yeah, 
Um, they're on the small planet and they're watching the news. Uh, what do you think of the, the Galactic Federation anchors? They're great. It's like, it's, they're so good. Like, they, they, kang- they worship kangaroos. They eat spaghetti and worship kangaroos. <laughs> kangaroos and spaghetti. <laughs> I gotta, yeah. It's I gotta so go there, yeah. Ministry of <laughs> Tourism. What do you think of the Federation having ministries? Um, I mean, again, this is actually Doctor Who, what this is. So naturally, they have to have ministries because, yeah, like... Yeah, true. Um, and then at the end of the anchor segment, teenagers are calling it, <laughs> right? And it's not what you think. That's the perfect That's the perfect news parody, local news parody, so is the teenagers are, yeah, great. So good. Um, the, the... And it's just so funny because, like, you, they literally, their facial expressions don't change. Yeah. But the voice actors do such a good job. That's true. I don't know who, who voices them, but they do do a great job. Um they found a new species of pig and then hunted it to extinction for breakfast. Um, Just because they were tiny. Yeah, well, because there's not, there's no nothing in the, um, there's not that many on the planet. It's small. Yeah. Um, Dad, you can't talk about the people behind their back. It's a small world. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> South Pole discovered, and then he goes in the cave and finds the planet's core, and it's right below the cabin. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that it was the core. Like I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, you have to gonna do whatever rick wants whenever he wants yeah because you have to yeah. what unconditional love is kind of genuine moment it was i really like that good job kids yeah i guess i don't know if that was a healthy opinion for them to have but uh i don't know um i don't want him to leave as an asshole uh rhythm like, rick... it's a funny line, it's a funny line. yeah um rick leaving to get ice cream um I can't, uh, I'm not, you're coming back, right? If I was gonna, if I stayed there, I'd be going to the place with ice cream, right? Not, yeah. Not yeah, I wouldn't be actually getting ice cream. Yeah, I'd be going to the place. Yeah. Um, kind of, you definitely see it coming here, right? Even Morty sees it coming. Um, and he's like, yeah. I can I can handle it if you go, but you'll break uh, mom's heart. Um, and then he leaves and calls as uh, Jerry. I'm Jerry Smith, and I love sucking big dicks and looking disgusting furry testicle sex. There you go. That was the so line. I like how even when he's it. even at his most depressed, he still has to get in a Jerry dig. Always. And then the guy's Always. like, "Okay, right there you go." Yeah. Um, pl- t- turns himself in at Plimplomp Tavern. Um, yeah, uh, we talked about the emotional ramifications of all this. Uh, they're yeah. back on Earth. They get saved, right? Good- it's so good the what music the music yeah yeah they're like playing that moment they're playing um apparently they're playing uh whatever by nine inch nails hurt there you go oh yeah uh they're back on um earth uh alien earth customs i have prescribed that you are de- process that you are depre- distressed prescribed antidepressants report to the ministry of employment and you will be assigned a function <laughs> I feel better already. Yeah. Um, I'm not staring at you. I'm taking your mugshot. We talked about that. Um, and then the, he's and this in. That's what I'm talking about. Like, this, is, this is setting up the Jerry arc. In- interesting. Okay. What Jerry arc because, do you think this is setting up? Well, so we're in this. Clearly, we're going for like 1984. Like, this is this. that's what this says. The ministries and like you will be assigned a job. And like, it's. We're, I mean, we're going for general dystopia, but like very 1984 ish. And. So he's given medicine and he's going to get a job, which is all Jerry's wanted. He wants a job. He's finally going to be, have a purpose. And then we've kind of had this before with Jerry, but I think this will be like the actual thing is he'll be doing his job and he'll see how 
freaking miserable everyone is around him because because Rick is probably being tortured or whatever that's happening to Rick. Like, you know, something terrible, like, or Rick's just in jail and they can't visit him or whatever. Because they, they, they might execute Rick. Like, because, you know, what are you in for? Everything. Like, they've been looking for Rick for forever. So I imagine we'll have, like, Jerry, like, kind of realizing, like, Jerry, stop being a freaking loser and actually do something. Yeah. And, like, kind of Jerry coming into his own and, like, going through, like, because I could actually see Jerry not necessarily becoming, like, the hero, but, like, kind of dismantling from inside. Like, the family working together to dismantle the system. Interesting. That's, cl- that, that's where we have to go with this. Oh, because Jerry Cause is going to break uh, Okay, because Jerry gets a job inside there, and then, okay, I see yeah. I could see that. Jerry, like, we're probably going to have a few episodes in season three where, like, Jerry's just like, guess what? Oh, man, work is just great. And then everyone's like, shut up, Jerry. And, like, you know, everyone else's life just sucks. Like, well, school's probably terrible. Yeah, well, this this is the big question, because at the end, Rick's inside with a Mexican security prison in this, like, box thing. Um, so the question is, how long will this arc continue to last season? Um, you think you said a few episodes like how how is Rick going to be in in prison for more than one episode because the show needs Rick as its main character yeah well I think I think that might be interesting is what we'll see is that I could see probably like I can't see them breaking out Rick out in the first episode that would be that would be very much I think we'd cheat a lot we'd cheat ourselves out of a lot if we wanted that even so I think we'll have several episodes, not a ton, but I don't, not even half the season, like probably three episodes max of like establishing this new society on Earth. Very Doctor Who, like how the humans interact with aliens and like how we deal with like now that we've communicated with the universe. And then, you know, and then Jerry finally realizing this is actually terrible. Maybe even Jerry's having a bad time or whatever. And then breaking rick out or like working with rick's friends or whatever they're going to do to like get rick out this reminds and, and then it's going to be family fuck up the uh, galactic federation like that's what it's going to be I, i'm very skeptical of them having more than one episode with rick in in prison we'll see um i know it's sad it seems like it's cheating this big plot development but that's kind of the problem with the plot development in the first place if you're just going to overturn yeah. it which i think they will um i could i mean i could see us starting next season rick's just out of prison and we'd be in like well, they'll just that would be interesting too because Rick is just. We'll just see this completely like destroyed Rick. Though I yeah I can't see him getting out of prison, because like unless Rick is immortal, which we've talked about before, um like he's in for everything. Like if they don't kill him, he's just gonna be in there forever. Uh yeah, I guess um that's yeah. So they need to do something about it. I. something has it it should be noted the cliffhanger from last season was resolved in this season within you know uh, with there's the first episode was about resolving that right i mean obviously this is a bigger cliffhanger so you have to address it in more detail also what you were saying and what this show uh what happens and happened now with earth kind of reminds me of the end of season three of doctor who with the master and it's like just like changes overnight right uh into this for from what we see so that's that i don't know if that was an intentional parallel but that reminded me of that well, it's de- I mean, that's definitely, like, I mean, that's all I could think about was, like, it's just so Doctor Who-y. Yeah. Um, and then, in the stinger, we have Mr. Poopy The Buttle. best stinger ever. It was a very good stinger. Ever. Uh, he's, I, I like it. He was watching the credits. It was great. Woo-ee, what a cliffhanger. Hi, I'm Mr. But- Poopy Buttle from <laughs> episode 204. I always like when characters reference production numbers. I don't know if it's happened before. Maybe on the show, but... Um, uh, still recovering from when Beth shot me. You remember that? 
come and <laughs> come and get it, kitty. Uh, take these these little fellows. Help me get through the day. Um, him <laughs> attacking the pizza guy. You think the Smith family is gonna be okay? Ooh wee! You think Rick's gonna get out of jail? <laughs> So good. Turn, tune into Rick and Morty season three in like a year and a half or longer and see how we unravel this. this okay, first of all, if this show is not back, is this is a year and a half? Because I guess that's how it was between first and second season, unfortunately, but that is too long. Why are they? Yeah, no, no. At least okay. they told us, I guess. What a brilliant idea having Mr. Poopy Butthole do the, do the I know, right? It was pretty great. And it was just so great because. When he attacked the pizza guy, I was like, this is me right now. Where is my pizza guy to attack? Like, this is how I feel right now. It was, it was yeah. so good. And I, I, I do worry that they're setting up an unbreakable precedent referencing the what the end, that it's the end of the season at the end of the season. Yeah. It's like, we have to do it again next year. We did it twice in a row now. Yeah. So like, you have to do it. Like, yeah. it's a thing now. So I don't know. It's it's uh, It was very good here. We keep doing it in great ways because, like, the way we did it in both times is completely different. That's true. I mean, what if we just don't have Mr. Poopy but all of next season and then he's just there in the credits again? I, I might be okay with that. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. He's just such a good character. They have to... Uh, we need a petition for making him a regular next season. I think that obviously has to happen. Yeah. Mr. Poopy Butthole all the time. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, can be, he can be the actual leader of the Galactic Federation. It's him. It's him. That that would be... Ooh, wham. What a twist. Ooh, ee. What a twist. Okay. <laughs> right. AV okay. Club gives this episode an A. What do you... What do you grade do you give it? A. Okay. I'm on, like, B. Um... I mean, we, we we talked about this in the beginning. We don't need to get into it more. Okay, I'm going to rank the episodes, and then you'll rank the episodes. Oh, so, God. number one this season is uh, episode four, Total Recall. Um, this is not a conventional opinion, but this is one of my favorite episodes of all time, of any show. Uh, number two this season, I am putting um, episode episode two, Morty Night Run. Um, there's it's It's close between this one and um my third choice which is episode six the ricks must be crazy but uh, i ultimately think that episode two is funnier to me and i just love the um the assassin and i love the fart and everything about that ricks must be crazy i've heard called one of the best episodes ever uh i think it's very good i think the b plot's incredible i think the a plot is a little too basic for me to be higher but it's an incredible episode um, episode number four on my rankings is uh, what did I put? What it is number four? This is a good question. Jeopardy. What is? No, wait. Help me. Which is which is my fourth? Be- oh, is it? Oh, it's just the first episode. Okay. Episode one. Oh, I don't know. Oh, did, oh, is it, do you have it in the outline? No, I don't. No, I'm oh, doing see, it now. I I, I'm ty- That's why you can hear me typing. Uh, Rickle in time. Okay. Episode uh, and number four. Okay, then um, let's go to the bottom and do it this way. Um, the worst of the season is episode five, Get Swifty. I think that one's pretty clear, and most people agree on that. Although I don't think that episode is bad. I think it's just, I think it's yeah. very solid. It's probably one of the like funnier ones. My my second least favorite is Interdimensional Two, Temp- Cable Two, Tempting Fate. Uh, a funny episode, but I ultimately don't need to see this improv format again. Fair. Um, okay, so now we have five to eight to figure out. Eight uh, is going to be big trouble in Little Sanchez, for sure. 
that's the small rick episode right um, yeah with the um dream not the dream like the the like uh what do they call them it's like they're the, 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 the marriage counseling yeah the uh the avatars or whatever i don't know what they call them but yeah, the, I can't uh, remember. It was a really cool name. Because I still have to rank episode nine, episode ten, and episode um, uh, three. So that's what. Yeah. So my seven is going to be uh, episode three. Autoerotic assimilation, <sighs> which seems a little high, but mm, I don't know. Um, my that means my five. Oh man, this screwed up my ordering. My five is going to be episode 9, which I've come to appreciate a lot more. Which is Look Who's Purging Now. And then, which leaves episode 10 as my 6th best episode of the season. Which seems okay. Wow, that was really hard to follow. Okay, I'm gonna, because I did it in reverse order. I'm gonna go, okay, so now I'm gonna give you my definitive rankings. And I'm pretty confident in this. Okay, episode, Total Recall, number 1. Morty right Morty Night Run episode two number two, the Ricks must be crazy number three, a Rickle in time number four, look who's purging now number five, the wedding sponsors number six, auto erotic assimilation number seven, big trouble in little Sanchez number eight, interdimensional cable two tempting fate number nine, and get swifty number ten. Okay. Your turn. All right. Oh, I hate doing this. I have li- I've had very little time to prepare. Go, but... go, 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 quickly. Okay, um, I'll just go uh, one to ten. So my favorite episode is actually the Ricks Must Be Crazy, which is the um, Inception episode. Okay. That's my favorite. Okay. And so I think that's the best. And then, and then uh, Morty Night Run, because um, just Jerry Daycare. Like, I talk about Jerry Daycare all the time. No, okay, that's not true. It's it's gonna be the Ricks must be crazy. Total recall. Then Morty Night Run. Okay. And then, uh, probably a Rickle in Time, simply because like the last part of that episode. Okay. And then. Then probably episode ten for you. Well, no. The, uh, maybe yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. I see. I actually want to rank the wedding sponsors higher, but I, I don't. I'd probably tie with another one. Okay. Like I need like I will probably post like a legitimate better one on Tumblr when go, I go 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 keep I, going I this, next. What's next? Uh, um, uh, autoerotic assimilation because I really liked that episode and you didn't. Yeah. It, that being said, I have it as number seven and not not much yeah. lower than you. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then um, then. I think I would I would actually rank Look Who's Purging Now above Interdimensional Cable 2, Tempting Fate. Okay. And Would... then Big Trouble in Little Sanchez, even though I really liked that episode. And then Get Swifty. And then, then Get Swifty, even okay. though I love Get Swifty. Our rankings are very similar. So that, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, naturally. Naturally. Because uh, my opinion is so good that it influences your opinion. Sure. Okay, so t- send us your rankings, I guess, somewhere, Tumblr. Yeah. You can put in the YouTube comments if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a thing now. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, four, two, six, one, nine, ten, three, seven, eight, five. So, overall, this season, that's great. great. Let's, that was my, uh, that's a code, that's a secret code for you. Let's, that's uh, secret code. that's, uh, that was God. the episode numbers ranked. Let's, uh, I think let's okay. grade this season. Um, I think that this is worse than season one. Um, yeah. It's, okay, o- okay. Well, I think 
well, okay, I think based on like the best of the best of the season might be better than season one, but overall. Um, uh, it might be. The episode four, I think, is the best of the show. So, yeah, I can buy that. Um, like, I think episode, like, if the top of the top is better than the top of the top of season one, but overall the quality of season one is better than season two. Yeah, I think that's true. So I think overall I'm, it, it's hard to call such a great episode, a great season of television, which this is a disappointment but i think based this is it turned out worse than i expected it to be yes um, we were expecting blown away every week and we were not and we were not like there's a solid four episodes potentially even five and six which i genuinely don't think live up to most episodes of the first season so like how how could this not be disappointing that being said obviously it was a treat to watch and the show is incredible yeah. so I don't well know. i do wonder if part of it's the charm has worn off a little bit maybe because i remember when i watched the first scene you're just like oh my god what am i watching like they're just like this is amazing and then just every episode just kept like you know the shock constantly like what am i watching is this television now and then yeah, I, I, I don't know. know. Maybe that might be a factor. I no, I agree. Um, that being said, I think it's also possible them diverging from the formula, which has yeah. created some of the worst episodes of the season. So, yeah, uh, I don't. We'll see what and they do. Relying too much on Beth and Jerry, who are honestly cardboard cutouts at this point, and Jerry is actually like a slug. So I, I think we next season we need to do something with Jerry interesting or not have him on the show as much. Especially is true also true for Beth. Uh, yes. And or do, yeah, do something. Yeah, same. Thing. I think like, summer summer on the season in more detail was a good idea. Um, but I also just could have use more summer. Just have what? More of summer. More of summer. That's possible. I mean, this season was what more of summer. Future? We just didn't ultimately yeah. do something incredible. Okay. Um, so that's it for our Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty discussions this season. Hope you all enjoyed them and we'll check out our other podcasts, um, and stay tuned for more Rick and Morty coverage, I guess. Um, send me your rankings and stuff and what you thought of the finale. I assume most people loved it. Um, I'm Dylan Heisen. That's Tony Stovall. Uh, you can find more about this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can support us at, on Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, Shana, Mitch, Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, and Jamie, a.k.a. Haina, Fever, Mitch, Cordell, University, Beatrix, Strange, Buzz Like Your Mailman. And we'd really appreciate your support on Patreon. Uh, that's that's it, Delaney. Last comments? It was It was a good season, but it could have been better. It is going to be an extremely long wait. It, it, that is true, but uh, yes. my primary uh, kind of thought process right now is uh, no, no Rick and Morty for a year and a half. That's great. That's suck. Well, at least we have like, I mean, it's not like with Cora where it was like, where are we? Is Cora even a thing still? But this is at least we have like a vague idea. There's not really, the problem is there's not really a replacement for the show. I mean, like Archer, oh. if Archer was in its prime, it could be like, okay, Archer's great and, you know, maybe yeah. Moonbeam City is Well, good, we have but, Moonbeam but City. And Moonbeam City is like a, a new show which isn't hasn't found its groove yet and Archer's past yeah. its prime and it's like, what am I supposed to you know, watch like this uh, show? And I don't know. So we'll look for a replacement, but there's nothing can replace it's probably just rewatch in all honesty. It'll probably be what? We'll probably just rewatch season one. We'll just rewatch season one. There you go. That's the conclusion. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Check out for, you know, look out for more content. Thanks for listening all season long. And we'll see you on future podcasts. Bye. Bye.